Time now for the morning line here on KMA. The war between Israel and Hamas and the Gaza Strip continues to grab the world's attention as well as those in Congress. Iowa Senator Joni Ernst is proposing a measure that would guard against anti-Semitism in U.S. schools. And she joins us on the line this morning with more on that and uh, some other things happening. Good morning to you, Senator. Hey, good morning, Mike. Thanks so much. Thank you for being with us. And uh, let's talk about this. You, along with 30 other members of Congress, sent a letter to the U.S. Department of Education regarding problems with anti-Semitism in the nation's schools. Basically, what are your concerns regarding the perceived rise in anti-Semitism in our schools today? Yes, um, we are seeing this all across the United States, and anti-Semitism has no place anywhere around the globe, uh, let alone on our college campuses or within the K-12 through school system. Uh, we saw a Jewish student's dorm room door set on fire. Um, we had a Stanford professor that uh, told the Jewish students to go stand in the corner of the classroom while he was teaching, and he connected that to the Palestinian experience. And then we had, even in the K-12 through school system, there were four 11-year-old Jewish girls that were told they should be killed at school. Um, this is not okay. Absolutely not okay. Um, so we are starting to see this pop up more and more across the United States. Um, and we've got to stop it. So we are pushing the Department of Education to uphold the Civil Rights Act. Um, Title VI of the Civil Rights Act says that no one should um, face an impediment uh, to their education based on their ethnicity, their race, or their religion. And if these schools aren't upholding Title VI, then we as a federal government should strip their funding away. How would this measure not only uh, protect these students that are being attacked, but also strengthen any sort of ties between Israel and the United States? Well, it would have forced those schools administrators to actually intervene when children are being threatened uh, for their lives at school. Uh, that, that is unacceptable. So the teacher or the administrator would actually have to stop it, stop the hate speech, um, intervene in those cases. And if they're not and they're just uh, simply allowing it to happen, then the funds could be stripped away. Um, so this is, is a very good thing. Um, there's a difference between free speech and hate speech. Free speech is something that incites debate and thoughtfulness. Um, hate speech incites violence, and that's what we're seeing across the United States on these campuses. Um, so, again, looking at... Um, you ask about the ties between the United States and Israel. Um, Israel is a democratic nation. It's one of our strongest allies around the globe. And by combating the anti-Semitism uh, here in the United States, we are also acknowledging that the Jewish people have the right to exist, which for folks across, um, across the spectrum, there are those that say they're pro Palestinian, but what they're doing, they're actually out there chanting that they want to wipe Israel off the face of the earth and they want to kill all Jewish people. Um, this is not okay. It is not okay, Mike. 
Uh, at the same time, there's also reports of violence across the country against Palestinians who are not affiliated with Hamas and actually oppose Hamas's actions in Gaza. There were three Palestinians who were shot and wounded in an incident in Vermont last week. What should be done to protect uh, people, uh, the Palestinians uh, that are being uh, imposed or having violence imposed against them? Uh, these Palestinians, some of whom are, are naturalized U.S. citizens, and again, those who do not agree with what's happening with Hamas in Gaza. Well, it's the same thing, Mike. Um, there's no difference there. Um, everyone should be protected. I mean, it's, it's law. Protect everyone. Make sure that the United States is a safe place, regardless of your religion, your ethnicity, or your race. But there are those out there that are decrying what might be happening to the Palestinian people and then on the flip side saying it's okay to kill Jews. It's not okay. Regardless of who you are, it's not okay. So we cannot provide a path saying, oh, it's fine to hate Jews and set people's doors on fire and threaten to kill 11-year-old girls. Um, but then get all up in arms um, when something happens to someone who happens to be Muslim. It's, it's not okay. Across the board, not okay. On the subject of Israel, there's a big debate right now in Congress regarding military and financial aid to both Israel and Ukraine. Now, where do you stand in providing additional aid to both countries as they continue their respective conflicts? I think it is really important that we are providing um, the funds necessary to purchase the munitions, uh, the weapons. And Israel is one of those that, uh, again, has been in a partnership with the United States when it comes to uh, our military already. So that's a long-time established um, basically uh, uh, support system that we have between Israel and the United States. Um, this would provide a bit more funding for them to renew some of the munitions that have been expended. All of those are made in the United States. And of course, that's American jobs, American systems that are being purchased by the Israelis because um, most of the time they do purchase their own systems. Uh, so we have near unanimous support across uh, the spectrum with Republicans when it comes to Israel in the conference. With Ukraine, it is a little different. I would say that most Republicans, myself included, do think that we can, should continue providing munitions and the weapons to push back against uh, Russia. But there is some discrepancy about the humanitarian aid. Because as I have pointed out before, a lot of the humanitarian aid that has been set aside by Congress has actually gone to the United Nations, not over to um, Ukraine. Uh, we can't really control the money once it's gone to the United Nations. They're going to determine where that money goes and who gets it. So uh, we have some oversight to do there. I think it's important. But this is a national security issue, whether it's pushing back on Iran and their terrorist proxies, which are engaged in this war with Israel, or whether it's pushing back against Russia and the regime there, um, which has invaded Ukraine. So all of this eventually does hit our shores. And that's what I want people to know and understand is that um, by a, a small 
investment mm-hmm. in these countries and the Indo-Pacific, because China is operating there as well, we can push back against these authoritarian regimes. Um, we absolutely must do that to ensure the, the protection of our own United States. What about the effort right now that's going on to block the aid to Ukraine and Israel unless it is tied to funding for additional border security? Why are these two issues being connected right now? Well, again, it comes back to our own protection. This is a national security supplemental package. And the funny thing is you hear folks on the left saying, oh, we shouldn't tie it to the border. But, Mike, that's exactly what the president did. He put the border policy into this package. The package that's being considered today in the Senate actually came from the Biden administration. They are the ones that wrote the package. And it addresses funding for the border. It addresses funding for Ukraine, for Israel, and the Indo-Pacific. They tied all four of those things together. The president actually acknowledged that we have a problem at the border. The problem is, and, and what we are doing is saying as Republicans in the Senate, that we actually need to change the border policy. The policies that are in place right now are not actually addressing the migrant flow that is coming in. So if we're funding it, we might as well have the policy that addresses it as well. So we have a bipartisan effort going on, and I want to point that out because not a lot of people acknowledge it, but it's actually a bipartisan group of senators that's working on the border policy. So we have told the president we want to see changes in the border policy, and I do expect that eventually um, Chuck Schumer will come around to allowing us to move forward on that. So again, it's not something that we just randomly decided to tie into there. It's something that President Biden actually uh, put into the package. Uh, so we're just uh, advancing it a little bit more with a little more policy, not just the funding. Senator, we've run out of time. I'm sure we'll talk more about these issues and others in the future. Thank you very much for spending time with us, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again sometime. Have a good rest of the day and take care. Thanks so much, Mike. That's Iowa Senator Joni Ernst on The Morning Line on KMA.